Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And on this one, we have a return guests. These guys put another sale together this year, and I appreciate them coming on last year. And they got a hold of me and said, hey, we want to do that again this year. And we are going to be out in Juanita, Nebraska, and also McCook, Nebraska. These two guys have come together and put together a sale. And also, they have some guest consigners in this sale as well. So we're going to talk about uh, those guest consigners. Also, when we talk about the cattle in this sale, and as I said, again, we are going out to Nebraska, and we are going out to Hayes County, and we're going to talk about the Hayes County Heavy Hitters Sale. They're going to have their fourth annual sale here, and we have from Goal Show Cattle, we have Seth Goal, and also from Open Box Diamond Cattle and Services, we have Stephen McIntyre, and uh, guys, I uh, want to welcome you back to the podcast. Appreciate you coming back. Uh, had a lot of fun last year putting that thing together, and uh, I expect nothing less this time because you guys have quite a bit to talk about here that you guys have had a big year from when we talked last we've got one that got engaged one that had a new baby and one that has done some very good showing here with the mini herfs and uh, another one that had some success with the cattle that they sold last year so guys uh, excited about the podcast here and i want to welcome you guys back here to the podcast appreciate you coming back on thanks andy glad to glad to be back thanks for having us again guys are going to use the podcast video this time it's is my understanding uh you're going to have an open house here before the sale and so you're going to use that video is, is that correct that's the plan we appreciate that and and i appreciate you letting us put one of those podcast videos together and uh so those guys that come to the open house can see that and also you guys can see it on our facebook page you can see it on our youtube channel and uh, we uh, we're excited about putting that together. Their sale is going to be on SC Online Sales. The sale is going to be Tuesday, October the fifth. And uh, again, they are going to have an open house on October second and October third. So want to uh, put that in your plan book now so that you guys can go out there and see these cattle. Want to uh, wish those guys luck on that. Stephen, let's talk to you first here, and and let's let's talk about your background a bit. You grew up close to Denver. And you, you grew up in the mini Hereford world before mini Herefords were cool. That's, that's a fact. We bought our first mini Hereford in 2002. Showed my first one in 2003 at Denver. And that's, that's all I ever showed growing up was just mini Herefords at Denver and Houston and Kansas City. That's all we ever went to. But not at the county fair, right? Nope. The, <laughs> the first calf I had was a horned mini Hereford bull, and they weren't going to let me take it to the county fair, so... They didn't want to include me, so I just never tried again. Then you, you got out of more urban area, I guess, and, and moved out to Nebraska and started more of an operation. Yep. My wife's from southwestern Nebraska and moved out here and knew that we wanted to raise something other than mini herfs, even though my family still does, and I've got a big soft spot in my heart for it. But we knew we wanted to do something a little different and started raising shorthorns in 2012. And uh, you've had some success here this summer with the mini herfs and, and want to bring that out uh, here just a little bit later. Congratulations on that, but a uh, big summer showing mini herfs. And Stephen, you've, you've got a new addition that we talked about uh, was on its way on the last podcast. And if you would, tell us what happened with that new addition. I was able to keep it a secret from my wife on what we were having, and we ended up having a little boy, Quincy Burns McIntyre. He's happy, healthy, almost year old now, boy. Well, that's awesome. When when did he come into the world? October 21st. Okay. Uh, so a couple of weeks after the sale there and, and got that settled down and ready to start in on a new adventure with the third one, right? Yeah. Well, tell us about the other two that you have. We have Ty, who just turned five in August, and Piper, that just turned three in May. Okay. And, and they're involved in the cattle and, and love showing those mini herfs, right? Yep. Yeah. 
We uh, Ty had an April yearling heifer and a little July heifer calf that we hauled around the country, and Piper showed her first market steer this year. Well, we ought to introduce the lady that's behind all of that as well, shouldn't we? Yep. We should probably talk about the brains and the bronze of the operation. <laughs> that's my wife, Mackenzie. She handles a lot of things that need to be done when I'm off clipping sale calves and pair calves and washing and rinsing. She makes sure kids are happy and healthy fed, and she runs the home life and makes sure we're good there, and that's a huge part of every operation. So we couldn't do it without her. I know that's for sure. Behind every successful show family is a good mother, right? Yep, and one that's got a job in town that runs the whole deal. Oh, that's awesome. Now you've got three. Is there plans for a fourth? No, we're planning on being done at three. (laughs) Okay, okay. Growing up in a house of three, I can can understand how, you know what, that's, that's probably enough. I'm just looking nine years from now when I'm, trying to figure out how I can fund having 12 calves in the show barn <laughs> or for each one of them. So. Oh, that, yeah, that, uh, that gets to be a chore. Are you going to have to build, build a bigger barn now? We're going to have to build a bigger barn regardless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seth, you've had a big year as well. And, uh, well, let's, let's get to that in just a second. Tell us a little bit, uh, about your, your growing up in this cattle world and, and how you got to where you are now, Seth. Well, I grew up, on the family farm ranch out here in Hayes County, Nebraska. And, uh, yeah, mostly just a feedlot cow calf operation to, to start out with. And we would always go and go and pick out the, all the best calves we could find there at the, at the feedlot and make them as showy as we could and took them to the County fair. And that's about, that's about all I ever, ever got into until after I actually went to college and, and started meeting some guys that were raising these things and, kind of kind of fell in love with it I guess and that's kind of kind of led me to where we're at now with it mm-hmm. now you and your brother Matt you guys were uh are our partners on on a few cattle is that correct that's right yep we've got we've kind of grown a little bit now we've probably got around 250 or or 300 just commercial cows and then oh probably 30 registered ones also that we that we run together and um yeah it's it's kind of a adventure every now and then so it keeps us on our toes anyways right now with those 250 cows are are you guys uh aiing those or are those showbred cattle or or what's the breeding on those those are those are mostly just commercial angus ones that those those just go straight to the straight to the feedlot basically and then those angus ones we're working on building a little bit of a herd out of those and we'll retain most of those females and try to sell the bulls that we get off of that deal Okay. Using a lot of those in the uh, show cattle side of things? Not really. Nope. Those are all all going to all commercial guys around here okay. talking about the bulls anyways. So they'll go to guys in the area and then, yeah, the heifers are just used to make more of those bulls, I guess, if that okay. makes sense. Okay. So staying, staying Angus with the Angus cattle then? That's correct. Yep. Okay. Well, I noticed we don't have any Angus cattle in the sale here. Uh, when, when's that going to come along? Hopefully soon. I don't know. He's kind of, he's kind of stubborn when it comes to that. So maybe one of these years we'll throw a couple on. Okay. The battle of what to what to let go of and what to keep, right? That's that's exactly right. Yep. <laughs> well, I hope you guys get along when you do that, and and uh, maybe maybe have some interesting discussions about it. But uh, I hope it ends peacefully. Like I said, it's kind of kind of an adventure sometimes, but <laughs> we it hasn't came to blows yet, anyways. Right. You have a big announcement here in May. You decided to bring somebody into your life, right? That's right. Yep. Decided to, decided to bite the bullet and <laughs> asked, asked the girl to marry me. And she was, I don't know what she was thinking, but she said yes. And we're, we're planning on getting married in June. So, All right. Well, let's introduce her just a bit. Uh, Brittany Unger is her name. She's not around here tonight, I guess. But nope, she grew up down the road and kind of known her for for several years and finally tricked her into staying around for a while again <laughs> tricked her into it that's a neat way to put it yep she she hasn't quite smart enough yet we'll see if it happens or not <laughs> okay well seth you and steven's wife uh, have known each other for quite a while right that's right i think i'm pretty sure we're related somewhere down the line but 
yeah, we've, I mean, halfway grown up together. She's a little bit older than I am, but seen her around at all the sporting events and stuff growing up. So, yeah, we're, we know each other for dang sure. Okay. So that's one of the ways that, that you and Steven kind of got hooked up. Is that, am I correct in that thinking? That's right. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I was always running around the, the fairgrounds and he had this boyfriend that was just really good at, at getting calves ready and was taking the, the show calf deal serious. So that was kind of a, kind of a step in the right direction for this deal. And Seth, you've had some sales before and, and marketed some cattle, but then, uh, again, you kind of added Steven or you guys kind of got together to joint this thing, correct? Yes. Yep. It's kind of a, kind of been an uphill battle, but once Steven and I kind of got hooked up, things were, were kind of walking in the same direction, if that makes sense. So things have, things have definitely gone a little smoother here the last, last three or four years doing that. Okay, I wanted to make sure that it was a it was an uphill battle before you and Steven got together and now it's kinda That's, now it's kinda smoothing out, right? It is. It is a little bit. Yep. <laughs> okay, well well good. You guys actually uh, became partners or I mean I mean you guys were kind of partners, but you guys officially became partners on the last podcast that you guys did, uh, because you guys had uh, announced that you'd gotten some embryos. That's right. Steven got me talked into jumping into the shorthorn world and ended up with six either shorthorn plus or purebred shorthorn embryos and got those put in this last spring and we're going to be pregnant some cows here here shortly and find out what we what we got coming i guess who gets to keep and take care of the recepts they'll they'll be out here at our place okay that's something that i've talked my uncle into actually is leasing some of his cows for putting eggs in and it's it's worked out well, so far. Well, Stephen, how did Lindsay take the news when uh, you when she heard the podcast and found out that you guys were partners on some embryos? Oh, she didn't take it too hard. I think, like most people, she likes Seth more than she likes me, so <laughs> she she was all right with me partnering with Seth. So just she just got to blame it, it on me. That's that's all you got to do. <laughs> so she kind of thought that was all right. Well, that's good. Wouldn't want to wouldn't want to stress her out right there before she had Quincy, would we? But she's used to those impromptu purchases that actually happened with a hopeful future donor. One of those late night, you still got the bid deals, and I still had the bid, and she was in the bedroom, and I kind of had to wander in there and say, hey, we're going to have to write a check. We just bought a heifer. <laughs> so she's used to it. Well, that's that's good if she takes it well. Have, have you guys partnered on any other embryos or, or any other cows since then? Not yet. We haven't haven't stumbled stumbled across the right opportunity quite yet. Okay, so still still looking for that to to grow that. So, uh, well, well, that's great. Seth, how's Brittany take that uh, buying cows and and things like that? You got her broke in to saying, hey, when we buy cows, we buy cows. She's she's getting there. She's kind of new to the to the whole cattle world, but I gotta gotta give her props. She's out there as much as she can be and learning every chance she gets. So. She's she's getting there. I'll put it that way. Well, that's great. You guys are bringing in some guest consigners this year and help them market some cattle. And uh, I guess Stephen, if you would tell us about those guest consigners and and who we should be looking for here in in the sale. So we've got two, and the first one is Jake O'Day. He's from Indianola, Nebraska. He's just eighteen, just graduated high school this year. Super good, hardworking young man, upstanding. Just wanted to give him an opportunity to market some pretty good cattle that he's been working a long time to get his herd built. We like partnering with kids and getting them started, so he's the first one that you'll see. The other is they like to call themselves CCK Cattle. It's Cade and Colton Croker. Colton is 14 only and Cade's 12. Okay. They bought a heifer from us a couple years ago. Man, they're just in love with the process and the game and they've got a true passion for it young and they had this key angus cow that they bred to and god we trust and kind of needed a place to market them and we were more than happy to welcome them on board because they're the right kind of kids so we're doing it more for the kids than we are really the ca- adding the numbers of cattle they're they're plenty good cattle but they're outstanding kids so that's what that's what they're all about 
Right, kind of a customer appreciation thing. I, I think that's awesome. You guys uh, have had some success this year. You've had some success in the past, before this past year, of cattle that you guys have sold. And uh, so I want to give you a little bit of time here to, to talk about some of those things. And, uh, Stephen, I guess we'll start with you. And so you had a big summer in the mini ring. Yep. Like I was saying earlier, our three-year-old Piper, this was her first year showing. And we just kind of had this mini hearth steer that we were just feeding corn and protein. And we were just going to let her show him because he was on feed. He kind of got hairy and good-looking on us there right before Junior Nationals, and we snuck out with Reserve Champion Market Steer at Mini Herf Junior Nationals. Oh, that's awesome. And then Ty was showing two heifers and ended up with the class winner at Junior Nationals, and there's a little mini-series out in Colorado and snuck out Reserve Champion Female at one of those shows, and Piper was Grand Champion Steer at that show, and Piper was Grand Champion Steer at Nebraska State Fair, so... That steer being no more than a feeder steer on corn and protein sure earned his keep. <laughs> Isn't that so fun uh, when when you have those that, that come in and you're like, ah, we're just going to kind of mess with them, and then they turn out, and it's like, whoa, this one's kind of good. And the couple calves that we sold on the sale, we sold one to Bristol Cox right here in Hayes County, and it ended up with the class center and reserve division at the highly kept Hayes County Fair, and that was her first year showing, and what a good way to get a young kid to catch the bug and have some success. And then we sold that good Simmental heifer out of our Olympian bowl to a really good family, Kelly Kershaw, out in Colorado, and she ended up winning the breeding heifer show in the extremely, extremely competitive Elbert County Fair. So those two really, really got along well. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, selling cattle, they, they get out there and, and do well, and especially, uh, I love that that first time in the ring, young person, that you got them a little bit of success, and so it kind of gives them that drive, doesn't it? Yep. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, Seth, you've also had a, a pretty successful summer with some of those. Yeah, had some decent success. Sent a couple down to Alyssa Overpeck down in Elkhart, Kansas, and she walked out with champion key steer and champion shorthorn steer down there so did did pretty good down there and then Callie Cox up here at Hayes County she had a class winner in reserve division and Braden Cox he also was a class winner in reserve division also had some good success all over the place. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. And you guys talked last year about the Hayes County Fair and and trying to grow that thing and and trying to make it more competitive. Did you see it being more competitive last year than, than what it has been in the past? Yeah. I thought the competition was pretty steep from, from top to bottom this year. You saw a lot more show-type steers this last year, I thought, than, than there has been in the past. And, and a lot of them were raised just right around Hayes County, too. So that was nice to see also. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I'd say we had 80 market steers and heifers there at County Fair this year, and probably 30 of them were pretty good, hairy show cattle that any given day or different judge could have made a run at that deal mm-hmm. so i would say that as far as county fairs around here including numbers and top end quality that it's one of the toughest to get into the grand reserve spot that's grown from in the past correct back when seth was showing it was huge they were mainly home raised and then for a few years there it kind of dipped into that 50 60s range now it seems to be kind of upswinging back to weighing in 120 and showing 80 so it's kind of reignited the fire i think well, that's great i want to say when i was younger doing it there were probably 110 120 fat steers getting showed mm-hmm. and i think we'd start at five in the afternoon and go till midnight oh my god pretty much every year it was <laughs> yeah i don't know how we did it back then but yeah i think I think right around 70 or 80, that's kind of kind of the bounce between numbers the last few years anyway. So it's a good number, especially with the, with the level of competition we've got. Yeah, and you guys are still helping to and wanting to grow some of that competition and, and make that fair even a little more competitive. Am I right? Well, yep. try, yeah, we're, we're working on it. That's always always the goal anyway. And you guys are going to try to help those guys around here this year with your open house that you're going to have here on October 2nd and October 3rd. And you guys are actually having a guest come in to help some of those young people that will come to that open house. And uh, if you would, one of you, just just kind of tell us a little about what we can expect from that guest there at the open house and, and when that's going to be held. 
Yep, that's going to be Sunday, October 3rd at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be Dr. Douglas Smith. He's the livestock judging coach there at Nebraska College of Technical Agriculture. He's just going to talk a little bit about tips and tricks on what to look for when you're buying young calves like this or if you're picking one out of the feedlot like Seth and try and help some kids out when they can look at pictures or videos or the live cattle and kind of look for some things that can help them down the road when these things are 1,400 pounds. Okay. So probably talk about some structure things, about some look, about some balance and things like that is is the goal. Is that right? Yep. He's going to talk about things like that. And I imagine he'll talk about picking the right one for you, whether it's you're a guy like me and you'd rather look at a crazy colored up one in your barn every day because you've got to see it every day or just picking the right one for you because at the end of the day, you got to feed it and work with it for a year and the judge gets to see it one time. So I think that's a big part that people miss is they go out and try and buy one that they don't necessarily love to try and win, but then they aren't as enthusiastic going to the barn if they would just buy one that they love or pick one that they love. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you say that's going to be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on that Sunday. Do we need any yes, RSVP or anything like that to, to let you know that we're going to be there? Nope. Everybody's welcome. Oh, well, that's great. Where is the open house going to be held? It's at the Hayes County Fairgrounds there in Hayes Center. Okay. So you guys are going to take all the cattle there as well? Yep. Okay. So they'll all be on display there at, at uh, Hayes County Fair on the 2nd and the 3rd. So people can come in. Uh, I mean, do you kind of have a start time, a, a finish time, anything like that on the 2nd and 3rd? Oh, we usually say about 10 o'clock in the morning and go till about 5 in the afternoon. Usually we're not fighting people off early in the morning or in the afternoons. It just kind of whenever people show up, we'll be there. So, Okay, and all the cattle will be there and be on display and have all that information there that, that everybody can, can look at them and uh, pick out the ones that they like. Yep. Okay, well, you guys have some sires represented in this set and, and some sires that are very popular and, and doing very well. Sires like In God We Trust, Fu Manchu, Good As It Gets, Maternal Maid, Redneck, Safe and Sound, Indian Outlaw. And then we've got one from the Olympian. I want to hear about him as well and, and got some Mamba calves in this. So uh, if you guys are ready, let's kind of introduce them to what calves you guys have to offer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's start off with the lot one. And you guys kind of bounce back and forth on these and, and go with the lots. And, and Stephen has some and Seth has some. And so those guys will kind of talk about those. And so, Stephen, we start with you with a In God We Trust steer is the lot one. That's right. And I think people might argue that he couldn't be lot one. But I think this steer offers as much opportunity as far as winning as anything in the sale. The cool thing about this steer is he's actually 50% semi, so he'll paper semi and show semi everywhere you want to take him. Mm-hmm. Everybody that sees him or sees a picture of him talks about how good structured he is from the shoulder forward and how long he's really good looking, plenty of power. He's one that you could go out and jackpot early and then hide him for a couple months and push him hard for a july county fair or hold him till like exarban where they have a breed show at the end i think he'll play wherever you want to take him i think he's really really i don't want to say unique because it's overused but he's got a lot of opportunity to get some kids in the winter circle i think mm-hmm. yeah and i'm looking at him and he says he's really nice structure really nice looking deal and of course he's a smoke which everybody's kind of after yeah and that's one thing you'll take him into that single class and that judge is going to wonder What's that char steer doing in here? But <laughs> So you're going to stand out every time you walk in class, and they're going to keep coming back to him. Right. Oh, yeah, he's a really good one, so don't don't miss that one. Lot two, Seth, we've got a, a good-as-it-gets steer. Yep, he's, uh, like you said, good-as-it-gets out of a main Angus cow. Just one thing I like about him, just, just how big-bodied he is, big, long-bodied. Got a big sappy belly to him, and I like how clean fronted he is. I feel like he, he just really carries himself good through that front one third, and I really like him as an early county fair steer. I think he's really going to mature pretty early. He's a mid February calf, so he should be right there for earlier fair, and not going to be afraid to, to pack the pounds on him. Like I said, he's got a pretty good frame on him, so toss him in the heavyweight division and let him go. Mm-hmm. One thing, take home, just just put it to him and and let him roll. 
That's right. Right. And I do need to say that Seth sent me some pictures and, and I'm using my phone to do this and my phone won't let me see the videos and the pictures. So uh, I can't, I guess I can't comment too much on Seth. So apologize for that. But we go back to Steven on the lot three. He's got a maternal maid heifer. Yep. This heifer is a maternal maid out of a purebred shorthorn cow. She's out of our original shorthorn cow that we bought there from Abertees up by O'Neill, Nebraska. Man, this one's about as freaky grounded as you can make one big belly super flexible she already comes with a purple banner she was reserve champion junior heifer calf in the shorthorn plus show there at nebraska state fair this is one of those ones that in a couple of years when she's out making somebody else some money, i'm going to be wishing i'd have kept her <laughs> man you're right about that freaky front man this thing is goosenecked and long necked and uh, she's really cool got a really cool pattern to her as well yeah and you say she's already been shown so she's show broke and, and ready to go that's right. Yeah, she's uh, she's really nice, and, and like you say, already got a purple banner, so that's a great start to her. So we go to the lot four, and the lot four is with Steven again, and that's a kingmaker steer. Yep, he's a high-mane steer. Man, this little dude is hairy, hairy, hairy. He's got big legs, super cool profiled. Probably not the stoutest one on the sale, but, man, if you – Get him fat and hairy he's gonna give you such a good look from the side and walk so good that judges are gonna have to come up with a pretty good reason not to keep him up at the top and he's got that cool panda baldy head that everybody loves so it'll be a really fun project for somebody that wants to get in the barn and work there every day big bone hairy baldy face and, and a good looking one right there is a lot for so get a, get a hold of him and and check him out because he's a good one as well seth uh, another in god we trust you got a steer here on lot five yep this one's out of a dakota gold all e cow this is just her second calf so pretty excited about what she's going to do down the road but really impressive just how stylish and stout this calf is i think he puts a lot together uh big bone hairy and for as stout as he is i think he gets along really well he can really get out and go and for as stout as he is i think he's also really clean made and he's about the tamest calf i got to i gotta fight him at the bunk every morning when i go feed him so that's it's always something good i guess right uh safe for a first year exhibitor you feel i would say yes i really enjoy working with this one mm -hmm. and i'm gonna guess he's a smoke He's about as wide as they come, actually. Okay. Yep, he was born when it was about negative 20 out, so I was pretty happy when he kept his ears. <laughs> well, good. Now, do you protect their ears or anything like that? I invested in some of those Sullivan earmuffs this mm -hmm. year, actually, and they paid off, I think. They got, got their use out of them anyways. All right. Yeah, those negative 20s, those are always... Oh, always just kind of hold your breath and uh, hold on because you got to take care of those no that's, matter where they that's are. That's right. The barns were full for about two weeks. I know that much. Right. Uh, we got a female here in the lot six and, and staying with Seth. She's out of Fu Manchu. Yes, and she was actually barn mates with, with the lot five calf. But, <laughs> nope, this is one that, to be honest, I was really hoping for a bull calf out of this one. She's a half sib to our high seller from last year and it's yeah she she's a mark effort deluxe i'll go ahead and call her that she just got a huge sap belly to her and she can get out and move too and just pack full of power and she didn't take the i don't know how many days 100 degree heat very well so she doesn't, doesn't have much of a hair coat to her but take a brush to her every day and and i think she's gonna really blow up and you say she she's more geared towards the, the market heifer than a breeding heifer yes that's what i would say and if a guy's careful with how he feeds her I think she can come back and, and really produce some steers down the road, too. Okay. Make a steer maker out of her and have somebody that, that buys her come back and have some success. That's right. And maybe even put her back in the sale like you guys have done here with uh, with the Lot 7 because that one comes from the O'Days. Yep. This is the first one from Mr. O'Day. He's a little black fur trader steer. Super good fronted, good moving balanced steer a little later maturing probably one that you'd want for a state fair or possibly exarbon to just kind of hide in your barn and take him out at county fair and do good in that lightweight division but really shoot for a state fair kind of deal mm -hmm. and good enough to run with those you think i think he's got plenty of quality there to be competitive well, that sounds good, yeah, and I, and I appreciate you guys for what you guys do for the young people to bring those back in and, and your past buyers and, and let those guys come back in. I just think that's awesome. Steven, we're with you on a In God We Trust steer here for the Lot 8. 
Yep, I think when Seth heard I was going to put a shark steer at lot one, this is the steer he thought I was going to put there. So that tells you what we think of this guy. If you want a steer that every time he walks in the ring is going to be the absolute stoutest thing in the class, this is your dude. I mean, he's big butt, big feet, big legs, just super, super, super muscular, super stout. But you would think one that's that powerful would get a little restricted movement, but and this guy doesn't. He sure walks good, and he's going to be one to just score it too and come county fair just from potatoes, eat me because I'm finished and muscular, try it kind of guy. He's going to be really, really good for a county fair steer. Mm-hmm. Seth, I don't blame you for thinking that because, man, this guy's got some power and, and some look to him. Oh, I still remember going up to Stevens this spring and, and driving through stuff, and I could see this calf from probably about half a mile away. And I thought, like, holy cow. Made me rethink what I was doing down here for dang sure when I when I saw him. But, but nope, I went up here, oh, probably a month ago and, and walked through Stevens. And, and yeah, I'd say it was a toss-up between that lot one and this one, which one I like better. But I'll take Stevens' word for it, I guess. He, he sees him every day. Right. And not to put either of them down, but the lot eight, as you said, I think he may have a little more power than the lot one. The lot one's got a little more look. Would I be right in in the pictures that I'm seeing here? Yep, that's absolutely correct. Lot one's a little, he's definitely better fronted letter. He's going to out profile lot eight, but lot eight's going to be more powerful than pretty much everything you see when you're out showing. I would put some money to that because he's pretty stout. Mm-hmm. You're right. Big legged, big butted. Uh, that's that's a good one there in the lot eight. The lot nine. We go to a redneck female. Yep. This is a redneck on an actual shorthorn plus cow, so it's technically an F2 shorthorn plus. This one's going to be popular. She's got that awesome blue roan pattern. But you can hear me say this with all mine, just because we're so picky about it. But she's super good fronted. But to have one that is just a march and have that much body and that much depth she just she's going to be really popular and she's going to go out and jackpot early and when we weaned i took a picture of her on the cow and i'm like yep there's my market heifer and we got her on feed and got her equipped up and nope she's all late she's got enough power she's going to be one of the most powerful in the breeding ring but she's got enough maternal look to her that that's not going to be an issue she's she's going to be really really popular oh my and you say she's a march She's a march. Oh, wow. I'm a sucker for a blue roan. I just am, man. She's got that blue roan white belly. She's she's a neat one. Fancy. She's really cool. I like her quite a bit. Seth, we go to you for the lot 10. We got a black mamba steer. Yeah, this black mamba is actually our herd bull that we got this last winter. He's a class-on-class son I got from Brock Welshens and taught him to, to clean up stuff after we AI and Hope he'd cross up good on our clubby bread stuff, and I think he think he did the job. But lot ten is is out of that black mamba, out of a monopoly cow, and he's a little bit younger calf, but I really like how he's came on once we once we got him on feed, and just a super complete calf. It's hard to put a hole in him, and easy feeding, gets out and moves good, and you can tell he's got some natural thickness and and bone to him, and the hair's coming on really well. So really great county fair calf, and like that lot five shark steer he's he's dog tame too so a first year kid's gonna have a blast with one like this isn't that so good when you can have those bulls and turn those bulls out and and bring calves in that are that are very marketable and sellable and get you going right along that's right yep i was not gonna lie i was a little nervous about it wasn't sure what i was gonna end up with but but no i'm very pleased and looking forward to stuff even next year out of him you know, I guess you haven't done uh, a lot of pregnancy checking. You don't know how many of those are coming next year at this point. I do not. Nope, we haven't haven't checked any of those yet either. Okay, Stephen, you for the lot eleven, you got a redneck steer. Yep, he's a bright white redneck out of a purebred shorthorn, so he's actually seventy five percent shorthorn and blood. He's one that's going to be an early county fair. He's got tons of frame. Yes pour the coals to him because he's going to be long he's going to walk he's got plenty of look he just needs some time on feed to get a little fatter and i think he's one that you'll appreciate more when you see him in person just because that super super white color hides some of his power that he actually has but he's got plenty of power he's going to be big he's going to be probably a 1475 at his ideal weight but somebody's got to win the heavy division so this is for you Boy, the look that he's got, he ought to hold himself together quite well, even at that size. 
Uh, Seth, we'll go back to you. Uh, another Black Mamba here. Got a Black Mamba heifer for the Lot 12. So that's right. This one's out of a half main Primo Sooner first calf heifer. Picked her mother up from Weston Geppert up in South Dakota and didn't think much of her when she was born. But boy, she just kept kept coming on and, and I really like her a lot now that we got her in the barn. And I'd call her a breeding heifer through and through of my group anyways and just really balanced all throughout and super feminine and can really get out and move and got a super bold rib and has enough power for me so i i like her a lot walking out in the pastures and but no like i said she's she's got enough style and and that side profile i really like her a lot mm-hmm. and again another one out of that herd bull that you can appreciate so i will mention she'll be a half main anything out of the black mamba will be a papered maintainer also that's another thing that i like about them too it can get get papers on everything out of them oh yeah what a good way to start there with the with the maintainer and i'll say on those mamba calves just got some heifers out of some commercial cows that he's hiding that they're gonna make as good as clubby making cows as there is in the country out of seth's good commercial stout angus cows he's got some just commercial heifers out of that mamba bull that people would be dying for just to make replacements that they're going to be seeing calves out of them in a couple years i would bet Mm -hmm. and i do yeah i do like them a lot too they might be more my favorite than the ones we're tossing on here also one we'll get to later she's kind of more of the more of the same style steven was talking about just a little bigger bodied ones but he's doing the job that i that i got him for to make some good good females for down the road Mm -hmm. steven you must like taking pictures at night here because uh I got some pictures here. Uh, it looks like it's dark outside, but I got a good one of this lot 13 of the Fu Manchu steer. Yep, I wake up at 4 every morning, and that's when stuff gets rinsed and blown. So we got a good LED light there on one side. And I kind of just picture them every day. I'll park them in that spot on the end. And so that's that's why my pictures are in the dark, because that's when I do most of my working. So. <laughs> Well, that's cool. I'm I'm a little the same way. Only mine's usually at nighttime. Is I, when it gets dark out. That's when I can start getting something done. But yeah, this Fu Manchu steer is actually would be a half sib to that sort of Bristol Coxes that was their reserve division, and that cow is the second caver. So I feel like this little black Fu Manchu steer does everything that Bristol steer did, but with the added bone and power that you would expect out of a Fu Manchu compared to databank. He's super clubby haired. He's going to be fun to get in the barn and work with and grow and just be a super complete competitive county fair steer. Mm-hmm. And I agree. He's, he's a nice balanced steer and, yeah, be a nice steer for somebody to grab hold of and, and run with. The Lot 14, another guest consigner here, and we got an In God We Trust steer. Yep, this is the one from CCK Cattle. He's an In God We Trust out of a Key Angus cow. So he would paper key. I guess I didn't talk to Colton on how he was going to work that. But super good fronted, good middle, just about like every In God We Trust, got plenty of power, looks good. He has been shown at county fair, so he's first-year showman safe. He's ready to go. Make a great project for a young kid to get him started and get him a competitive steer that's broke and super dog-friendly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and again, I'm going to guess another smoke. Yep, he's a smoke-colored calf. Cool, yeah. What a neat little project for somebody that's that's maybe just getting started or maybe he wants to get a little more experience. Yep, he'd be a good spot. Stephen, when we were talking about success stories and things earlier and, and some of those cattle and, and that sort of thing, I, I didn't intentionally leave out your Olympian that we talked about last year. Uh, I knew this calf was coming, and, and uh, I want to ask you, How's that Olympian bull working out for you? Yep, that heifer of Kelly Kershaw's that won the county fair in Colorado was an Olympian calf. And like I told you earlier, if my AI guy would quit being so good, we'd get a few more Olympian calves, but we're going to have to start AI into them. Our AI guy just seems to stick about every one he sticks his arm in. Mm-hmm. So you can't argue with this little maid purebred heifer. She's got plenty of body, good fronted. She's obviously just a little greener because she's a a true May calf and just going to need some time, but going to be really competitive in that younger age division and really be more of a, a cow and get somebody that wants to either raise some plus heifers or stick a purebred back in her. That's that's where she's going to see her value. She's going to know in that cow and that cow line, she's going to milk phenomenal and raise a good calf every year. 
that's awesome that your that your Olympian bull worked out well for her because he produced a good one here and so uh, maybe just maybe just hide some of those cows next time that uh, that you want to get AI that are or that you were thinking AI maybe you just say oh, I didn't see him in heat next time and we'll let Olympian get him. We might have to. <laughs> uh, Stephen, we stick with you on the lot sixteen, the safe and sound steer. Yep, so this red roan safe and sound steer out of a purebred short horn was supposed to come out of blue roan heifer, but you know how we can never write up genetics like we want to. And we've been super impressed with this guy. He, he's got big square hip, big thick top, long-sided, good-looking, cool pattern. My biggest gripe with this steer is he's definitely our most nervous out of the group. So I would say he's probably for a more experienced family because he's just he's going to take a little more time and He's just a little more nervous, but I think after the open house and pictures, we'll get to that out of him. But I like to be honest, and I don't want anybody to get in a situation they're not happy with. So that's my biggest gripe with this deer is he's just a little nervous, but man, is he cool looking. Oh, yeah. And one thing that, that I think uh, you didn't really mention on him, uh, look at that long freak neck and uh, really cool head that this guy's got on him. I just I felt like I was saying that on about every one, so I thought I'd leave it out. But. <laughs> well, I'll say that for you on this one. This guy is cool-necked, cool-fronted, cool-headed. Uh, he is he is neat. Not, I mean, that's something we kind of took for. I grew up showing heavy-fronted, short-necked mini herfs, so we just kind of show what we like and raise what we like, and we like a good, freaky-fronted one around here, so it's not usually a problem of having one like that. Just take him home and feed him, and uh, he's going to stay pretty cool fronted, in my opinion. So uh, that's pretty neat on him. The lot 17, again, we go back to one of the guest consigners. This is a O'Day steer that's a King Cobra. Yep, he's a, a peachy orange-colored King Cobra steer. He's a little stouter than I was expecting to see out of a King Cobra, but and he's got a big, big top, big belly, long. He's another one that's going to be a later county fair, state fair kind of size steer by the time he gets his really hits his stride but and i think he has a lot of quality there towards the bottom of the sale okay yeah everybody needs to scroll down they don't just look at the first couple scroll down and and see all those cattle in the end and uh just because they're they're at the end doesn't mean that they're less quality it sounds like that's the way with this steer Yep, and that's kind of how we lot them. I mean, we, we put that blue roan heifer at nine just to kind of re-peak everybody's interest because it's going to have as many fans in the sale, and she's lot nine, and that 16 steers is good looking and one, and will take as good a picture as any. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to keep trolling because we definitely don't just put the best ones one through five and then see at the rest. I mean, there's as good through 14 to 20 as there is one through eight. Right. And speaking of another good one, we've got the lot 18 uh, from Seth. We've got another black mamba female. This one's out of one of the very first calves I ever raised, actually. She's out of a Trump train cow, kind of a silver slick looking first calf heifer. Just the maternal side of her, I really like a lot. Could probably go either way with her breeding or market. She's, like I said, she's a little bit, a little bit bigger bodied, maybe stouter made, but I really like how well-balanced she is, and she kind of leans toward that six Fu Manchu effort a little bit, just being being more of a powerhouse and having a big middle, but still gets super flexible, and I just think she's got a lot of cow power going forward down the line. Mm-hmm. Now, is she going to register anything? Yes, yeah, she'll be a maintainer. Okay. Oh, that's right, because the Black Mambas are maintainers. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. The lot 19, we go back to Steven. We got one of a, a little bit different color here. We got a Hereford appearing deer. Yep. I'll tell you, when I stuck Indian Outlaw in a big roan shorthorn cow, I was not expecting a Hereford patterned calf, but <laughs> that's what come out. So if you go to a county fair or if you're down south and you just got to classify one, he'll class Hereford 10 times out of 10, I would guess. Mm-hmm. He's really complete. He's got enough body, got enough muscle. He's not the hairiest thing, but he's going to be a cool breed here for somebody that just has to class one. Mm-hmm. Yep, we put Indian Outlaw and two purebred shorthorn cows, and both of them come out Hereford pattern. <laughs> so that sounds interesting, but yeah, I absolutely agree. He's going to go Hereford. Uh, got that white head, white belly, white legs, uh, 
on him. So, uh, yeah, and a nice calf and, and a powerful one for, for that division. He'll be plenty of powerful for the Hereford division, but not too powerful, but where there, he'll stick out in a negative way. He's going to fit right in, and I think he'll be a fun one in that Hereford class. Right. Yeah, so somebody looking for a Hereford classifying. So I like to make that distinction. He will class Hereford. He is not Hereford. There you go. Okay, appreciate that. Yeah, lot 20, Seth, we're going to round this thing out with a peace of mind female. This one around here is called Millie. This was this was a bottle calf for about half her life. Her mother got hardware and ended up dying on us, so she got tossed in the barn, and my four-year-old niece got to take care of her for the summer. And, yeah, she ended up taking her to the fair, and it was her first bottle calf, and she had a heck of a time with her, so... So glad I could, could help her out there, but I really like her a lot. The more I hang around her, she's really cool made and just has a ton of style to her. She's She got treated like a bottle calf, so she's pretty green still right now, but super tame. Probably one of the hairier calves that I've got. And got a cool level hip to her, and she's out of an American pharaoh cow, so she's mm-hmm. got that cool front third to her also. So mm-hmm. She's got some got some good pieces, but like I said, she's green, but I really like the potential for this one. How's the niece feel about her being on a sale? I haven't told her yet. So <laughs> oh, hopefully, no. <laughs> hopefully can kind of hide that from her for a little while anyways. Maybe another one of those she'll she'll hear Uncle Seth on the podcast and realize that that one's going. Well, you might, yeah, might not <laughs> let her listen to it or something. I have to, have to find her a replacement down the line. Yeah. If that calf wasn't a bottle calf, she could have been the highest quality thing on the sale i mean she's darn good she just had a little rougher start than the rest of them but as a calf when she was still on the cow she was super super good and then kind of hit that lull like bottle calves do but she's starting to come out of it i mean she's going to be the steal of the sale i would almost guarantee it and somebody's going to take her home and just keep feeding her and come out and and whip some of those that might be ready now you think yep this is the first peace of mind calf i've been around that that bull up Minard Scott, but read a handful of them again this year to him, and I, I really like the, like the looks of this first one, anyways. Mm-hmm. So you went back and used him. Well, that's that's a good, good deal, even even if it is a bottle calf, and and you could tell that that it was a good one. So that says a lot for her. Well, guys, I appreciate hearing about uh, these cattle that that you have in the sale. And again, I could see Stevens and, and couldn't see Seth, but man, it, it sounds and looks like you guys got a heck of a lineup here for. Uh, the Hayes County Heavy Hitters Sale that's going to be on SC on uh, October 5th. And again, you guys have that open house coming up on October 2nd and 3rd. So want to invite everybody out to that. And uh, so I think that's a great thing that you guys are doing is, is the open house and then the educational clinic to, to go along with it. So I think that's really awesome. Where could we see a little more information about you guys or about maybe these cattle if we're not looking on SC, if we're not watching the, the podcast video or anything like that? Tell us how that how we could get a hold of you guys or, or see some more things about your operation and things that have went on. You can find me on, well, you can find my wife on Open Box Diamond Cattle and Services on Facebook. <laughs> we are picturing this upcoming Saturday, so as soon as we have pictures and videos, we'll be blasting those all over facebook my numbers on the facebook i'm more than happy to call or text anybody that's looking for more information okay the same goes for me goal show cattle on facebook or my personal one just seth goal and i think my numbers on the goal show cattle or a facebook message or an email or fax or letter or anything <laughs> anything somebody wants to do i'm pretty responsive i think and help anybody out any way i can right and Seth, we can see some of those engagement pictures there on your Facebook page. Yeah, uh, actually taking engagement pictures here in a couple of days, so we'll see how that goes. Are you just going to have Derek do it after we picture calves? There That's you go. not a bad idea. We might have to take some backup ones with Derek. <laughs> That's what I was just going to ask. Are you going to Are you going to take them the same day? You You already have a photographer there, and you guys, maybe just get a little cleaned up before you get dirty and snap some pictures really didn't think about that it's not a bad idea really <laughs> might have to run by the old lady have a couple of the calves in the background oh how cool would that be yeah. steven we should have got with this guy a little bit earlier and you know got him a little more cued in on what these women want yeah he's still got time we can <laughs> we can figure something out yeah. all all women want their engagement pictures with 
the cattle in the background at the sale. That is that is part of the plan. We're definitely going to go out in the pasture with, with the herd, see if we get ran over or not, I guess. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Wish you guys luck with that, and wish you guys luck with the sale here. And again, appreciate you guys coming on here on the podcast and, and doing this again. Enjoyed it last year and, and sure enjoyed getting this one put together. And uh, anything else that you guys want to let everybody know about this sale or about the open house uh, before we wrap this thing up? Just like Seth said, we don't care if you you buy one from us, if you're picking one out of your herd, if you buy one from someone else, feel free to reach out. We'll help in any way we can, whether it's eating advice or clipping advice or just daily hair care. It, it doesn't matter if you buy one from us. We're just, we're here to help anybody that needs it or wants it and happy to be there for the kids. So like we kind of talked about earlier with the competition aspect is I think competition breeds competition and the more people know around the area, the more they, the more they know, I guess, and they can they can make better decisions and and better manage their projects and and get better results out of them also. So anything we can do to to maybe push them in the right direction or to give any advice is what we're here for. Right. So even if they're not interested in in maybe purchasing one of your cattle, they can still come out to the uh, open house and the educational clinic there on Sunday afternoon at two o'clock. Right. Absolutely. Right. I think that's great and, and think that's great that you guys are doing that. And, and again, trying to grow there at the Hayes County Fair and, and trying to make that more competitive and uh, being a part of that, I, I think that's really awesome from you guys. So I appreciate your work with that. Guys, again, appreciate you getting this thing put together and uh, want to wish you luck there. Again, go to SC, check out that lineup. That sale is going to be on Tuesday, October 5th. And again, don't miss the open house on October 2nd and October 3rd in the educational clinic to go along with it. Guys, Stephen McIntyre from Juanita, Nebraska, and also Seth Gold from McCook, Nebraska. Appreciate you guys coming on. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, Visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.